Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. My name is Robert Morrison, and hey, uh, this is a just quick little bonus episode. Uh, so here in just a minute, you're going to see from uh, hear from, I should say, our associate editor Peter Panacey, um, and he has a very special guest um, to uh, to bring us on this uh, bonus episode of the podcast. So uh, go ahead and stick around uh, to hear in one minute who that special guest is, and I'll throw it over to Peter. All right, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Niner Noise podcast. My name is Peter Panacey, I'm the associate editor of NinerNoise.com, part of the fan-sided network, and I have a very special guest joining me here today, 49ers offensive lineman Jason Poe, kind enough to stop by, kind of hitting that point in the offseason where he can sit back and relax because it's draft season for the class of 2023, and of course Jason went through a lot of this work a year ago coming out of Mercer and um, eventually being grabbed by the Niners as a priority free agent. Jason, hey, how's it going? How's everything doing with you this offseason? And uh, thanks for coming on. Hey, man, I appreciate you for having me, man. It's an honor. Uh, but everything is going great, man. Just having a smooth offseason, just learning, getting better. You know, obviously you said it's, it's draft season right now. So, you know, Niners getting ready to draft some unbelievable guys. So just see who they bring in and help us win next year, man. Yeah, and you know, I always love this time of year, and 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 I've been covering drafts for gosh, probably over ten years now with Bleacher Report and now Fan Sided. So it's you know each year is a little bit different. I love to get a perspective from a player, right? And and you coming out of a small school like Mercer, I wrote scouting reports on you when the 49ers expressed some interest prior to the draft. What was that like from your perspective, sort of the craziness, the lead up to it, you know, kind of, all right, am I going to get drafted? Am I going to slip through the draft and have a chance to sign with anybody? Like, how does that experience go down for you? What can give us a little bit of insight that maybe the common fan doesn't know about? Honestly, it was just it's a whole bunch of emotions, you know, like you never know, you know, if you get the call or not. So my thing is, I just, you know, I just trusted God and just, just made it happen one day at a time. And, and then one thing I just realized is, hey, I just need one opportunity. If I get one opportunity, I can work and build each day if I get that opportunity. So that's the way I thought about it. Yeah, and it obviously panned out for you. And I, I, I can say this without doubt because, you know, I, I'm hanging out on Twitter and seeing what people say in comment sections that there are a lot of 49er fans who are or who are hyping you up, who are saying, like, gosh, this guy's going to be somebody to watch. This guy is, is someone who you know, might have slipped through the cracks a little bit through the draft. But, you know, thank goodness he's on our side sort of thing. And, uh, you know, you go through your rookie season, training camp, OTAs, everything like that. Uh, and you know, you get to roster cutdowns. I imagine not making the 53-man squad was a little bit disappointing, but you see players do this, you know, where maybe they spend a year on a practice squad and then in year two or year three, suddenly they've got a, an increased role. What are your goals heading into 2023? I mean, the 49ers offensive line lost some, you know, lost Mike McGlinchey, you know, some depth spots could be opening up there. What are your goals heading into this upcoming season? Uh, obviously, everybody's goal, you know, get on field and start and, and stuff like that. But honestly, man, I've always been like this. Either I'm a starter, backup, or, or a scout team. I, I just want to help the team win, you know. Everybody got the same goal to win that last game. So I want to do anything possible to win that last game, either me starting, backing up, or, you know, 
if even if I do what I do last year, even though I don't want to do that, but if I have to, hey, let's let's go win that Super Bowl. So anything to do to help the team and protect the team. I think one of the things too that probably I know a number of Niner fans certainly called out and appreciate, and I know I've talked about it. You have some versatility, you know. There, there's put some spots on the offensive line, and and you can play there. Yeah, you know, it's some people are just a left tackle, and that's what they do, or a right tackle only, or or whatever. You've got a little bit of flexibility there. That's one of your calling cards. Uh, you're also extremely athletic. You earned some lofty praise from Trent Williams a year ago, who was like, man, this guy's, you know, get off and everything like that. I mean, like, we noticed all that sort of stuff. And I think those accolades speak for themselves. Um, if you had to pick one spot, you know, just say, hey, if I had one area to pick, that's where it would be on the offensive line. What, which one would that be? Honestly, I've always been a guard, so I would just, you know, keep going with my bread and butter, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, center is a possibility in the future or whatever they want me to do, but right now I'm focusing on guard, and I think that I'll be a good guard if I just keep trusting the process. Yeah, and I, I, the, the, the offensive line play, of course, of, of Kyle Shanahan's offense is, is, is very unique and very interesting. And, um, you know, this is kind of an, another testament to the 49ers doing some – investing in the offensive line and then having those pieces uh pay off you know a year or two down the line you saw it last year with Aaron Banks who uh you know didn't really play that much his rookie season in 2021 but uh certainly did you know started last year and played well um you being in this type of position where you might be the next man up um making that 53 man roster potentially backing up either a Banks or a, uh, you know, Spencer Burford at right guard or, or, you know, whatever, even, even going in at center or one of the tackle positions, how do you prepare yourself, not just physically, but mentally for the knowledge that, Hey, I might not start day one, but I have to be ready to go. Like, what's your, you know, what's your kind of like your, your sort of mindset heading into that, uh, heading into that kind of context in a game? Uh, going to that, man, just making sure I know I'll be prepared during the week and, you know, the game plan, that's the main thing. Got the game plan because it's too late to, you know, worry about fundamentals or, or, or your steps, your angles. You're supposed to do that during the week or during training camp and build up until the season. So at that point, it's just a mental standpoint, making sure you got your assignment. So, you know, just making sure everything, you, you, you're doing the right thing and, and making sure that you're understanding the defense. So I, I, I would say, like, from a mental standpoint, that's the, the main thing you have to focus on and leading up into it. So you have to know a lot of those uh, the linemen and the, the, the players in the offensive line room. Um, let's have a little bit of fun here. See, who, who's the biggest prankster out of, uh, out of all the, the 49ers offensive linemen? Who's the, the biggest jokester that you've, uh, you've run into? You say jokester? <laughs> well, I, I hate to say it, but if you ask anybody else, they'll probably say me, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there and we go. I choose, I'll, I'll say uh, either uh, Trent or Banks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll see if they get a, give you a run for their money, but so far you're in first place on the – on the on the the prankster list of 49er offensive linemen they'll they'll come in a distant second um who's the guy that you kind of lean on the most for advice or say hey look i look up to him i imagine it might be trent williams but i want to assume that yeah obviously it's trent that's 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 my that's my big brother man so i, I can't take nothing away from him but 
you know, obviously Mike McGlinchey, he left. I, I was a good friend of mine, a good, good player, team, team guy to, to lead me and stuff like that. But, you know, Dan Bruschi also, he left. So that was another guy. But I would just say uh, either uh, Colton McKivitz or, or, or Aaron Banks. So those two guys are the next guys up since the other guys left. They, they've been really good to me. And, and I've been soaking up things from them. So I love to have those guys around in the room. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've we, we were lucky enough to have um, on another podcast with Part of Fans. I would have Daniel Brunsko on, and it was absolutely a fantastic interview. And he was sharing some of the insights on the on the offensive line just a year before you got here. So obviously there was there you know, some changes there, but everything about you know Danny Brunsko, obviously wishing him the best of luck and 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 out in Tennessee. All right, so Jason, I just a you know a couple more things before I let you go. Um, First off, you know, just wanted to thank you for coming on, but also where can the fans find you, interact with you on Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? I know uh, people love to follow their favorite players and a lot of 49er fans pull for you. So where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at JPLE underscore and the Twitter is the same. So both of those are the same. So JPLE underscore, you can find me on both of those social media platforms. That's fantastic. All right. So, hey, any plans for the draft? Are you just going to sit back and relax and, and watch it this time around and not have to worry too much about doing anything? Exactly. Man, I'm going to sit back, maybe get a couple snacks or something on the cheat day after I got to put it work in for the whole week or something. See what kind of unbelievable guys we draft this year to get us prepared for this upcoming season. Yeah, and I'm sure you're going to be looking forward to it, welcoming them in that uh, that new draft class once it's time for the team to report here later this spring. So, well, Jason, unlike you, I've got to work for the drafts. <laughs> I'll be cranking away. But, you know, hey, I can't thank you enough for coming on here. It's an absolute pleasure. Like I said, tons of Niner fans are, are high on your stock value right now. So they're going to be talking you up and hopefully looking forward to getting you on uh, on both the podcast and then watching you play on Sundays this upcoming season and beyond. So thanks again. Looking forward to chatting with you soon here. All right, man. Appreciate you so much. Have a great day. All right. You too. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks again uh, to Jason for joining us on this special bonus edition of the Niner Noise podcast. Thanks for Peter. Uh, out to Peter for uh, doing that special interview for us, um, for making it happen. Uh, just wanted to um, close out the podcast as we always do and thank you all out there for listening to this episode of the Niner Noise podcast. Once again, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. As always, check out NinerNoise.com for all your latest 49ers news and analysis. And be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And of course, share it with all your fellow 49er fan friends. So until next time, let's sound the horn, 49ers. Thank you.